Welcome to Birds of a Feather. Birds of a Feather, the real episode 23. In this episode, Zach and I discuss the NFL draft that just happened and the moves that the Eagles made and whether we improve or we don't. This episode, of course, is brought to you by Heath Film and Photo Studio. For all your podcasting needs, please go to heathfilmandphoto.com and go to the contact section and go ahead and reach out to me. What I do is I help you get your podcast out there to the world. So um, I help you record your podcast. I help you edit your podcast and I help you get it out there for everyone to hear. We have a number of podcasts on our platform here. We have this one right here, the one you're listening to, Birds of a Feather. We also have the You're Good, So We're Good podcast with Lola and Tola. Uh, Also, we have the Shape of Film podcast with my sisters and I. And what we do is we discuss uh, film in the modern day age. Plus, we have other podcasting that we're going to be producing as well. One show that just launched uh, called the Dirty South Sports Podcast, uh, where my boy Doris talks about high school football in the Georgia area. So that's a really exciting podcast. Go on YouTube to watch that podcast the listening portion of it will be coming out soon as well so without any further ado enjoy birds of a feather episode 23 welcome to birds of a feather welcome 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 back to episode 23 oh we actually made a mistake on the last episode saying it was episode 23 it was actually episode 22 but this one is episode 23 my name is Brandon Heath, and on the phone, on the Corona line, I got my boy, my road dog, my A1 since day one, Zacchaeus, what's popping, my G? What it do? It's your boy, what's popping? What's popping, bro? How you living, G? Live. And die rest, bro. I'm living great, man. I had a great week continuing to stay corona free, making sure I wash my hands and stand six feet away from my other person. So it's been great, man. You know what I'm saying? Just had a um, crazy, crazy week last week, though, bro. What happened last week? The NFL draft, bro. <laughs> what? The NFL draft. For those of you who don't know, the NFL had a big draft. Some young men's lives changed. And some were very disappointed. And I'd have to say (laughs) Zacchaeus was very disappointed. Listen, I'm going to be honest. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm extremely 100% disappointed. But I was a little bit shocked. I mean, just the way things unfolded, I just thought, I I saw us, when I say us, I mean the Philadelphia Eagles. um, I I saw this going a total different direction than it played out. And and I mean, I know the holes going into it was wide receiver, cornerback, linebacker. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have hurt to get some help around that left tackle spot. Not 100% sure what's, what's going to happen with Andre Dillard over there. Obviously, Jason Peters is going, so getting some help there. But the, the big, the big, big push was wide receiver and help on in our defensive secondary. Yeah. Now, 
we were supposed to address that with the 21st pick. And we did. But, bro, it wasn't the pick that we needed to take. Like, what? <laughs> but, I mean, it's been a couple days, and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just like, oh, uh, okay, okay, it might play out a little bit. We, we, we might be able to do something with this. Jalen Rager. My boy! Welcome to Philly. Welcome to Philly. Yes, sir. You Eagles with the 21st pick. Yes, we picked a wide receiver, Jalen Rager, out of TCU. And Zach was not happy. I'm, I'm happy to see that he's okay right now. But when it happened, he wasn't a happy guy because I guess who he wanted, you wanted Justin Jefferson, right? Well, he was sitting there. Justin Jefferson was sitting there. But is that the one you wanted? That's the thing. So I had this plan, right? Mm. I had this whole plan for Philadelphia Eagles. Like, I'm like, look, yo, this is what we need to do in the draft. This is what we're going to go in and do. I I either wanted Henry Ruggs. Mm. I wanted C.D. Lamb. I wanted Jesse Jefferson or Jerry Judy. You ain't getting none of them. I got neither one of those four. <laughs> at the twelfth pick, at the twelfth pick, they the Oakland Raiders, or I'm sorry, the new Las Vegas Raiders yeah. took Henry, Henry Ruggs. Yeah, off the board. He ran a four point two seven forty fast. Period. Bro, all right. Oh, they, time out. Time out for one second. Time out for one second. We do realize that. The combine and their 40-yard dash numbers means nothing, right? That's a fact. Like, why are everyone throwing out their 40s like it's this big thing? That's like saying in basketball, he's a three-point shooter. Doing the combine, he hit three threes in a row. Wow. It doesn't matter. It's not necessarily that. It's more like it shows how explosive of an athlete he is, how he's able to, you know what I'm saying, get up to speed. How fast he's able to get us to speed and get down the field. That's what it shows. Yeah. That's what a 40 count shows. And for for a skill position in NFL, obviously you being able to get be explosive, get in and out of cuts, blase blase, that's gonna put you in another, you know what I'm saying, another zone when it comes to competing on, on the football field. Yeah, but you going ahead full speed really fast says nothing about your cutting skills and how you can redirect that speed elsewhere no it's just how you're able to get out and build up speed that's what it's about being explosive mm. like getting able to boom like get out of there you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah why they do like shuttles and all, all that all that kind of stuff is just about like explosiveness and showing agility and all that other good stuff like mm. but a 40 time people want to talk about how fast somebody is playing football being fast on the being yeah. fast on on the clock on the field that that's big in football you know i mean what yeah I'm people like, can talk about it yeah, for sure, and, I that, and that's what got—that's what got Henry Ruggs drafted as the first wide receiver off the board when he had the fourth amount of, uh, you no, know, probably like the third amount of production out of everybody else. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying because of the fact that he was fast. He ran a fantastic forty ton, and I mean, shit, he was able to do his thing. He was the first wide receiver taken. It wasn't Jerry Judy, who many considered the best wide receiver who won the Belichick Award last year. It wasn't uh, C.D. Lamb, who many who many thought the same thing. Who actually won the Belichick Award this year? It was yeah. Henry Ruggs, who just played at Alabama and was number two to Jerry Judy. 
You know what I'm saying? And he was the first wide receiver to come off the board just because of his blade and speed. Then Jerry Judy was picked up by the Denver Broncos. That is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he failed. I think he was like the 18th or 19th pick, something like that. Nah, Jerry Judy was the 15th pick by the Broncos. Oh, yeah, 15th pick. Okay, 15th pick by the Broncos. Then you got, yeah, that's where the Dallas Cowboys picked CeeDee Lamb. Yeah. And that pick right there hurt me because I feel like we could have jumped up a couple spots and grabbed CeeDee. And then on the other side of that, I feel like the Dallas Cowboys did that because they definitely didn't want him to land to us. Because they know if he would have been there at 21, we would have took him. Yeah. Justin Jefferson was on the board at the 21st pick. We passed on him. He went to the 22nd pick to the Minnesota Vikings. We picked up Jalen Rager. Now, I was highly, highly upset at the time that this happened. Yeah, you were. But I was. But I've obviously since then, it's been a couple of days I've been able to do some research, watch some YouTube you know what I'm saying? Just, just, just lock into this new guy that we have. And, I mean, he's, he's explosive, bro. He's an exciting athlete. Uh, you put the ball in his hands, he's able to make plays. Um, last year, his production was down. He had a sorry quarterback. Um, but um, less than 60% of his passes were catchable last year. Wow. Which is, that, yeah, so that shows you how bad of a quarterback that he really, that he really had to play with last year. And still put up okay numbers to be, still be your number one guy. They say that he ran a 40 time when he did an unofficial 40 time with. Yeah, he ran a 4 4. No, they said a 4 2. They said he ran a 4 2. They have listed on. What am I on? I'm on NBA. Yeah, at the draft, he ran a 4 4 7, I want to say, or something like that. Yeah, it was a 4 4 7. Yeah. Yeah, but but they had an unofficial. He did an unofficial 40 time with some NFL scouts that came out to him. And he ran a four. One one scout had him at a four two two. The other scout had him at a four two eight. So, I mean, that shows that shows some little speed there too. So, yeah. I mean, we wanted to get some weapons on the outside for Carson Wentz. We wanted to put be able to put some playmakers on the field that's able to get in space and make plays. And I feel like after doing some research on this kid, Dalen Rager, I feel like he checks that box. But obviously, we won't be able to tell until we'll see until the product on the field. field. Yeah, yeah, of course. So when Man. I first saw it, I um was just happy he was a wide receiver because I don't really know these players like that. So I'm thinking, yeah, wide receiver. Then also, um, so they were comparing him, or they didn't compare him to, but they were describing him like I thought of. Who was that amazing punt returner that used to play for the uh, the Bears? Uh. Devin Hester? Yes, Devin Hester. They were saying, like, this guy could be – or they were describing him like they used to describe Devin Hester with how fast he is, how good he is at getting out as far as returning punts and such. And they're saying, you got a punt returner in Jalen Rager. So when I heard that, I saw – I'm like, okay, I'm cool with it. Until you called screaming and yelling like someone killed you. <laughs> Because right, that wasn't what I had planned. And Justin Jefferson was sitting right there. Cowboys had just made me mad because they just reloaded on offense over there. Yeah. Um, damn! Shout out to Jerry Jones, man. I'm not even. I, I can't even take nothing from you, man. And that was a solid pick. And I don't know how he fell to y'all at 17, but that was definitely solid. So shout out to y'all for picking up CD Lamb. But we, I mean that. His name is CD. Loved- I can't believe his name is C.D. 
I'm like, what? But I think it's something different, though. Like today. It's C-E-E-D-E-E. But CD? His pop's name was Record. His his son's name is going to be DVD. D-E-E. V-E-E. D-E-E. <laughs> That boy's name gonna be Blu-ray. Some other notable picks you got: Patrick Mahomes picked up Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Patrick Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sorry, they they do have a full team over there. It's not just one. Team. <laughs> I was about to say, hold on, time. <laughs> you named the whole team Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> this dude forgot about everybody else. <laughs> That's how you feel when you talk about the Chiefs, bro. You talk about Patrick Mahomes. Anyway, forgot about Kelsey. Forgot about him. Forgot about everybody else. Just uh, that team over there in Kansas, uh, the Patrick City, the Patrick Mahomes <laughs> City, Kansas City. <laughs> like what? The Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the Patrick Mahomes City. That's all I was trying to say. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Yeah, and then, okay, hold on. We got to talk about this for a second because I was meaning to call you and talk to you about this, but the Eagles (laughs) went out in the second round and went and picked up a QB. What? Zach, Zach, explain this. We blew it. That was my thoughts when when I first saw it. When I when I, when I first saw it come across the screen, I was just like, "We blew it." There, I mean, there was nothing. At that point, I thought Howie Rosen was on drugs. I thought Doug Peterson was just jumping off a cliff somewhere. I didn't know what was going on. Picked up Jalen Hurts of Oklahoma in the second round. Mister Jalen Hurts with the fifty third pick. Out of Oklahoma in the second round. Now, I will say this: after sleeping on it, doing my research, really thinking about, I didn't really have to do much research because I know Jalen Hurts. Yeah, the man is a winner. Yeah, one thing's first: he's really extremely, extremely high character guy. Works his tail off, doesn't say anything, and just continues to prove his point on the field. I will say that. Now. After reading about ways and after listening to Doug Peterson and how he commented on some ways to kind of utilize him and his thought process and his thinking behind creating an offense that can utilize a piece like Jalen Hurts, we we look at the we look at the New Orleans Saints and the way that they use Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is a is a runner. He's a he's a gadget piece. Yeah. And obviously, when you look at what Jalen Hurts was able to do at Alabama. At Oklahoma, he's a he's a football player. He can he's, he can run well with the football. He can run outside of the pocket. He can make plays with his arms. He can basically he he checks a box for all of it. And like I said, on top of that, he's an extremely high character guy and an extremely hardworking guy. So we'll see we'll see what what that brings to the locker room. And, other, and on the other side of that too, it puts some, it puts some pressure on Carson Wentz. Now he knows that he has a proven guy behind him, that a proven young hungry guy, and he knows he's hungry. That's just waiting for his opportunity. So now, Carson, we paid you $128 million. Go out there and prove it. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So, I, like I said, at first I felt a little crazy about the pick. 
But now I'm kind of like, okay, it is. I mean, at the end of the day, we picked them, so I'm stuck with them regardless. But <laughs> might as well try to figure out a way to like them. Yeah, but, I was going to say. You know, but when I really think about it, I mean, and if, you know, Doug, Doug is right. If we can figure out ways to kind of utilize them like that, that's going to be perfect for real. So Nate Sudfield, uh, I assume, is going to fall to the, the third string. Um, obviously, Carson Wentz is our number one guy. But then we picked up um, – Jalen Hurts. So we will see. Now, also, the Eagles, too, which is really interesting. Doug Peterson is wearing a lot of hats now. Like, he's not only the offensive coordinator now, but he's the play caller as well. So he's doing it all. So what I think is Jalen Hurts fits. Well, I think a few things. Jalen Hurts fits what we're trying to do as far as our offense goes moving forward, A. B, I also think that the Eagles, and it's been proven, but the Eagles hold a lot of weight into our backup QBs. Um, A lot of teams kind of underestimate that position. And as you can see, we benefited greatly from having a great backup in years past. So I just think we were trying to get that back. Let's get somebody back that, I mean, I love, love, love Carson Wentz, but he can't stay healthy. I mean, he stayed healthy last season for the first time in all, like his whole football career because he got hurt in high school as well. He got hurt in college. Now he got hurt in the NFL. So like I told you before, the best ability is availability, and he hasn't been consistently available. So they went out and got this guy who could, hopefully could do something if need be. So I think that's where our head was. That's why I was okay with it. I'm like, what's the big deal? But then people like you were like, nah, we need, you know, we need some more um defensive players. We need another wide receiver. Like we need other things. So I understand that notion. Yeah, I mean, we definitely, you know, when you look at it from a fan's point of view, and you know, I was reading some articles this week and, and I'm gonna hint at some of the things that Howie Roseman said. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when you look at it from a fan's point of view, you're absolutely right. We want to win right now. We want the Philadelphia Eagles to win a Super Bowl every single year. We want, we, you know what I'm saying? We want 2020 to be the year, 2021 to be the year. Yeah. We want every year to be the year, right? Because that's our jobs as fans to have that optimism. But as a general manager of a franchise, obviously in the NFL, your job is to win, but not only win, but to sustain that success over a long period of time. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So in order to do that, you have to do things that probably are unconventional that the fan mind wouldn't understand by picking. But as from a GM, he's saying, like, look, you know, my my conversations with Jeff Lurie is he always wants us to have two quarterbacks, basically, and our second quarterback is considered a top ten quarterback. Mm-hmm. He always wants that. And this, you know, this this gave us the opportunity to grab that. We missed on it in twenty twelve and we felt like this time we weren't going to miss on that. Yeah. Obviously, you saw what Nick Foles did for us in that second, you know, in that in that second quarterback role, and we feel like Jalen Hurts could come in and not only be in that role and be successful in that role, but also play now and add a different dimension to our offense. So, yeah. like I said, bro, it's, it's it's when you think about it like that, it's a little exciting, and I mean, to have somebody like Jalen Hurts back there just just waiting. I mean, it gives me a little more. I, now I want to see Carson take a little more chances, but you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just go, go risk it, bro. Wow. Go guy. You heard it here. Car- uh, Zach wants Carson to get hurt again. I'm not necessarily saying that I want – because Carson is my franchise quarterback. I love Carson Wentz, and 
obviously this is Carson Wentz's team, period, yeah. point blank. There's no fans or what's about that. Big facts. Um, but at the end of the day, now I'm just like, if if Carson had to sit out a game or if he got hurt, then I wouldn't mind seeing Jalen Hurts come in and seeing what he has to bring to the table. Yeah. Obviously, if he comes in and thinks to bed, then yeah, when Carson comes back and down and don't ever come back and play for the Eagles again. But on, on the other side Whoa, that, whoa. Uh, <laughs> you just threw out the fresh N-word. <laughs> bro, I didn't need to do that. Yeah, you all good, bro. <laughs> you haven't done that before, bro. That's definitely staying in there. But, yeah, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, just at the end of the day, man, like, like I say, it, it's an exciting piece to add and just to see what the future brings. But, if, when you look at our draft as a whole, I mean, you know what I'm saying? We got Quez. We were able to get Quez Watkins out of Colorado. We got Josh Hightower out of, you know, out of Boise State. Uh, another young wide receiver. Two young wide receivers, actually. Um, we actually got a young safety, Kayvon. I, I don't know what his last name is. Uh, we got him in the fourth round from Clemson. We got Clemson. a linebacker. Uh, we were able to get a linebacker. We got a defensive end, Casey Tuhill, who might be a sleeper pick. Uh, he was picked in the sixth, the seventh round. Um, and when you look at our draft as a whole, I mean, we got we got some athletes, we got some young guys who are very athletic, able to do some things on the field. And, and we'll see, we'll see what kind of dimension that adds. But I will say this: with them not bringing in a cornerback to that second to to that um, defensive back room, that means that one side is sold up with Darius Slay, and that other side will be decided in training camp by the guys we already have in there. Russell Douglas, Avante Maddox, um, Sidney Jones. Um, Kevon Wallace. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Those guys right there, Kevon Wallace, the new guy out of Clemson. Yeah, that's his name. Those guys are going to be competing for that other cornerback spot. Yeah. That, that that was obviously what was stated by us not drafting the cornerback. So I thought that we were definitely going to get one in the second or third round for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? It, it, some crazy stuff happened, man. Obviously, I, I like what the Dolphins did. I like what the Chargers did. I like what the Chargers did by getting that uh, linebacker out of uh, Oklahoma, Kenneth Murray, mm. to add back there with Derwin James. Um, I thought that was solid. Um, I don't know, man. It was, well, it was some good. Joe Burrow is a Cincinnati Bengal now, as we all know. Yes, he is. Yes. So... With the Miami Dolphins, Tua Tagovailoa. Going from Hawaii to Miami, boy, you got a good life, son. Hawaii <laughs> to Alabama, facts. Miami, living the life, living the life, bro. Um, so that um, hold on, I'm trying to, I'm also, I'm trying to do research here and do a bunch of different things. But since Joe Burrow went to Cincinnati, uh, you know what that you know remember my original theory. About Andy Dalton. The Patriots? To the Patriots. No. That might happen. They would have made that move on draft night. They, bro, they don't have to make them. Not everything has to happen on draft night, bro. They would have made that move on draft night. It was the perfect night to make the move. Yeah. Not a lot of collateral. Well, Andy Dalton has to be out of there for the Bengals uh, QB. He has so, to be. The Bengals were excited. They just drafted Joe Burrow. You know, hopes were high. Hopes are high. They could have pulled that off on draft night. Uh, they could have got a steal. Yeah. Well, 
Um, Joe Burrow is going to Cincinnati. He's going to be throwing the ball to that boy AJ Green, and uh, I think if AJ can stay healthy, yeah. But I think uh, I think Andy Dalton is out of there. He's I don't think I don't even think it's going to be a competition. I think now the Bengals did and they did bring in T Higgins, the wide receiver out of Clemson. Um, hell of a guy, hell hell of an athlete, I will say. Mm. Uh, did some did some big things at Clemson, obviously national champion. And so they did bring him in. And guess who his idol was growing up? Who? AJ Green. Wow. So that's cool to get drafted by the team that your idol plays for. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, any other notable things that happened in the draft? Um, not really, man. Um, like I said, things really played out the way they played out. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I just want to know when we're going to have a football season, to be honest. I was just going to say, I was like, yo, like I haven't, we haven't gotten any sports at all. So when the draft was on, I actually sat there and watched it. <laughs> or I laid there. I laid down on my bed and just watched it because I was like, most views, most views ever. Yeah, like there's nothing else to see. And typically, like as the fans know, I'm not a college football fan at all. I do not follow college football. I do not like it. I think it's a rigged system. Can't stand it. But um, I know Zach does, and I need to see who my team drafts. So I'm watching it, and typically I don't watch any. Typically I watch like the first like five or six picks. I watch my team's pick. I wait for my team's pick, so I'll flip away, and then once I know, okay, that pick's coming up, I flip back and see who we picked. But I typically don't watch. I'm just like, eh. After the first round, I'm like, okay, now I'm definitely done. But this time, I just watched and watched and watched and watched. <laughs> I only watch, only watch up until my pick. That's it. Nah, I watched all of it. It was like on the background, but I, I was watching it, and I'm because there's just nothing else besides that and the Michael Jordan documentary that we'll talk about next week on Birds of a Feather. Stay tuned. Yeah, please stay tuned. <laughs> pretty much all we're going to talk about for this week of birds of a feather because not too much going on besides the draft like we said it was just the um the michael jordan documentary that you know zach and i just want to hold our opinions on different things that we've seen till next week so we can spread the sports love out until over different episodes because there's not too much out there so um yeah you got anything else that no, that's it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you're on the hot seat. Um, What's going on with him? James, congratulations for signing with the New Orleans Saints on a one-year deal for $1.1 million. Pocket change. Your reasoning, your reasoning behind it was fantastic, son. So if you are, if you do just want to sit there and learn from one of the greats, the perfect opportunity for you just don't mess it up but other than that that's all i got episode 23 right bro? yes episode 23 is in the books we will be back next week keep it locked here with me and my boy on birds of a feather get the gag get the gag get the gag get the gag peace birds of a feather